guys. Welcome to another good day with Ray. So before I get into my episode with my friend that you will be introduced to in a second, I wanted to acknowledge a milestone of mine. It is episode 60 of the podcast, which means that I have been podcasting for 60 days straight. It's a big deal for me. I am just so excited every day to do this. I appreciate everyone. And before I get into the interview, I just wanted to say I appreciate everyone who started out with me. I appreciate you if you have just jumped on and started listening to the podcast. All of it just means so much to me. And I wanted to say that before we jump into this interview with my friend. And yeah, I hope you all enjoy the episode. Thank you guys. All right, everyone. Welcome to another Good Day with Ray. Today, I have another special guest. I really love bringing my friends on lately, y'all and my family. Y'all have seemed to really enjoy their stories, and it's helping y'all out a lot. And so I brought in someone who actually, in a lot of ways, I hope it's okay that I say this, I actually really admire him for a lot of things. And, you know, as an athlete and somebody that's practiced sports pretty much my whole life, I have never seen someone so consistent in a sport and just show up and look so happy to be there. And so I, I brought my friend Jacory Savage. So I know a lot of people at the gym call you Savage. What do you, like, I don't ever call you just <laughs> plain Savage. Is that something that people usually do? Just, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah, people have been calling me by my last name uh, since I can remember Okay. Yeah, for sure. I mean, Corey, Ja'Cory, Savage, all of them are cool with me. Nice. Yeah, yeah I know. I, I, a lot of people will just say that. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I get, I mean, you look like a Savage. Like, don't even, Ja'Cory, like, when I see Ja'Cory roll and stuff, he's a, he's a killer, y'all. And But he's so nice. Like, I, I, it's so strange sometimes when I'll, I'll and y'all kind of, I think you'll notice, like, in the interview, he's so chill. And he's so like, in some ways, I wouldn't even say like you're soft spoken, but you do have like this like soft, very calming tone, but you do not want to go against this dude <laughs> in no way. And he's also kind of, well, you can tell the story. You, you've started to flirt with, I always use that word, flirt with like jujitsu and MMA and yeah. you just started doing all that stuff. So I met Ja'Cory at my gym here in, uh, in Baton Rouge at Bayou Jiu-Jitsu. And I'll just ask you, so what brought you to Bayou Jiu-Jitsu? Well, actually, one of my strength coaches at LSU, Tim Johnson, he was telling me about his experience at Bayou Jiu-Jitsu, and I was a really great environment there with uh, Kevin and the whole community, and he recommended it to me. And, and so right after the season, we had the national championship game in January, and I actually started my first day at Bayou Jiu-Jitsu. I think it was January 20th, and I've been going ever since. So right after the season, I picked it up, and just to People there really resonated with me, and I loved it. So I continued to go, and I still am going. So right after the, you said the national championship, mm-hmm. you don't have to go into that. <laughs> what national championship are you talking about? 2019 national championship game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we played Clemson in New Orleans. Yeah. So Ja'Cory played for LSU. You said you started at LSU in 2016? 2016. I graduated high school in 2016, and the next month I moved to Baton Rouge and started at LSU. Okay. And then, so kind of, let's paint a picture of how you got to LSU. Let's tell the story about you being five years old. Let's 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 kick it all the way up to the top. Well, <laughs> it's, it's pretty much like a, a normal childhood. We started playing like Little League sports. I started playing football. Funny story, the ages on the, the youngest football team were six to seven. But since I was taller than the other kids that are were six and seven, they let me 
start playing when I was five. And um, I played all the way up until college. So, mm -hmm. And I actually played uh, basketball, too, in middle school and a little bit in high school. Yeah. And so let's talk a little bit about, do you feel, because like I said earlier, Ja'Cory is one of the most consistent people. And when I've asked him before, tell people how you feel it's it's such like an interesting mind process you say where else would i be when i go to to class at night a lot of times i, I feel like i'm already going to see jacory like if there's anybody else there i know i'm going to see jacory so kind of paint that picture of what it looks like to show up because that was actually why i wanted to have you on because i just find it fascinating how you just you just show up and yeah. what that feels like can you tell me about that yeah i think it probably has something to do with like I guess my fear of being lazy or or mm. my fear of not doing anything valuable with my time, mm. and, and so yeah, I feel like if if we can be you know consistent going to work for somebody else to make money, I feel like for me it just it clicks with me to be consistent with trying to manifest my dreams and you know manifest you know what I want to do with mm -hmm. my life. So it's it's not it's, it's a no brainer. It's like this is for me. This is what I'm doing to help myself. Right. Yeah. To me, that's the dream. That is, for me, as a goal-oriented person, that is the dream to just not... Because what I'm hearing is more like, there's not a lot of drama there. You know, there's not a lot of questioning. There's not a, am I going to go tonight? Well, what if I'd rather do this? Like, you just go. As if you have to be at work at, you know, 6.15. You're going to be at the gym at 6.15. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, you know, I definitely have those thoughts mm -hmm. all the time. And honestly, it's gotten to the point where I have to find a balance of... Cause in the past, I find myself working out or doing some type of physical activity seven days a week. And being an athlete, you need time to let your body rest. And so I've been starting to incorporate, you know, rest days and, mm -hmm. and everything like that. And How was that for you? Uh, it's a little difficult because it's like, uh, you know, I feel like I should be doing something. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's like, okay, I am doing something. I'm letting my body rest. And so just, just making peace with it, that helps me a lot. Mm -hmm. um, but as far as me being consistent and me me showing up, shoot, it's like I love being around the people that's there. Like you know, yeah. this is this is therapy for me. Like mm -hmm. if, if I wasn't if I didn't didn't go to jujitsu or I didn't go to the gym to work out, like I probably wouldn't be in uh, a positive mood. It's, it's like a way I can go and express myself. I can go uh, you know be around people who have like minds, who have goals to also better themselves. And right. it's like, oh, this is this feels nice to finally be in this in this community. Yeah. Well, and this is like a, this might be a random question because how you talked about growing up and playing sports and things like that. I have also played a lot of sports when I was growing up, and jujitsu has just been a whole nother thing because. I don't get time off. I realized that this past year when I was like feeling burnt out after practicing for a full year, I was like, why am I feeling this? I've never felt this in a sport before. Actually, it's very, it's more like condensed. Like whenever I was in a season, that felt like go time. It felt like you just didn't stop while you were like playing basketball for the season or softball, just start something else. But this is the first sport I consistently go to and like if I don't take a vacation I'm not taking a vacation off from jujitsu or anything like that did you always go year-round with football like were you always just like in a club or like doing the season all that well yeah um for the most part the only time I really did football was in the season but with the team we practiced year-round whether it was lifting or you know conditioning or mm -hmm. you know spring football or you know summer workouts we, it was always something to do okay um but it, it wasn't as condensed as the season where you were in there pretty much every single day with one day off. Yeah. You know, during the off season, there's a lot more And space. doing games every week. Exactly. Pretty much. 
Yeah. Okay. So that, that helps me a little bit understand too. I think maybe because since I never had that, but I wasn't doing one sport year round, I think maybe jujitsu helped me realize how it does benefit to be consistent because I could see it all the time. But going back to a little bit of how you said you're having difficulty taking rest days, I totally feel that. I feel it because there were times, especially during the pandemic, I went hard. I went so hard at home, like doing two home workouts a day, like never taking days off. And I, I focus a lot on yoga because to me, that was my way of resting my body while being active all the time. And some people may not be able to relate. Maybe you're not there yet, but I think the mental drama around feeling lazy, you know, and the struggle some people have to take these rest days. I'm just glad that you mentioned that. So you do prioritize that now? You, I do. How do you treat your thoughts when you do have those moments of like, dude, are you really watching TV right now? Are you really sitting around? And what yeah. do those sound like? Tell me what those thoughts sound like. If you can. It, it's just, I guess, planning the rest days would, would be, okay, telling myself the reason I'm, 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 I feel like I need this rest day and listening to my body, okay. What do those thoughts sound like mm -hmm. whenever those thoughts creep through mm -hmm. of when you are sitting down and because to me that is a hard moment when I sit down and take time for myself when I'm constantly on the go or always wanting to improve myself right. they're just when I take those moments there are like some really harsh thoughts that I think that make me feel like crap whenever yeah. I'm just trying to like like you said rest or even even if I don't need an excuse like that day maybe I just don't want to freaking do my thing but yet I have these thoughts. Do you, what do yeah. those sound like to you? Or For you know? me, as far as those thoughts will be, I feel like directly linked to my goals that I want to accomplish. Mm -hmm. you know, I feel like if I'm not doing something, then I, I'm stopping myself from getting to that place. Me, my ultimate goal is to be a professional fighter. Once I get there, I'll have much more plans and everything. But I feel like if I have those days off, then I'm not getting better at fighting or, mm -hmm. or whatever it is, whether it's jiu-jitsu or Muay Thai or you know, combining the two with MMA. And I also learned to fill those off days with something that's also productive that's, you know, might not be physical. That might be, uh, I guess, mental training or I guess you can say spiritual training mm -hmm. with just understanding who I am as a person or self-reflecting or even whether it be just watching film or fighting, whether it's for entertainment or to actually study technique. I feel like a lot of those times, those are for me the same thing. Yeah. But I've gotten a lot out of just showing myself compassion. You know, mm -hmm. when, when it comes to you know, anytime those negative thoughts might come up, if, if I feel bad or if I'm, I don't know how to word it, but it's just like, I, I take it easy on myself. Like, it's mm -hmm. okay. It's okay to have a chill day. It's okay to rest. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, this is a form of self-love, like you're letting your body rest, you know, mm -hmm. you're hydrating, whatever it is, you're doing yoga, you're stretching, doing breath work. Right? This is something that you're doing also to incorporate, get into where I want to go. Yeah. And I, and something that's, because I have a couple of questions, darn, because you like fast tracked your blue belt. I don't know if you know this, you know this, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was the goal. I mean, yeah. that still is the goal. I mean, I'm, I'm just trying to get better every day, to be I'm honest. so jealous because you got that goal. I told people I wanted my blue belt in six months. But whenever it happened, like, the pandemic had hit. And that's why I was training, like, two times a day at my house and, like, doing crazy ab work so that when I got back in that gym, when we opened, I was ready to kill. Like, I was ready. So I only say that because, like you said, that was the goal. Do you have a timeline in your head? Because I honestly feel like my timeline is the is sometimes that's the reason I have some of those thoughts of resting. I would beat myself up the most. It's like, just look at you. 
you said you wanted it in this amount of time, but yet you're going to take this rest day and then you're going to do this one. Like, don't you know you're getting behind, girl? Yeah, that's kind of the thoughts that go through my head as well. As far as the timeline with my goals, I'll be a professional fighter before I'm, or by the time I'm 25, I'm 22 right now. Mm -hmm. So in the next three years, mm -hmm. that's when I'll be a professional fighter. I love uh, how you say it. I just love the confidence. I don't think I, mean, I don't think I missed it. I heard it. Yeah, I mean it's 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 confidence and it's just like, you know, self belief. It's like Yes. You know, like that's it's that's important. gonna be my reality. I mean, mm -hmm. if, if I say it, I'm gonna Dude, do I, it. And know? I feel it. Like I feel it when you say it. I just wanted to note. That's how, and, and the reason I want to know if you're a person that you're listening to us and you're thinking, oh, I want to be this, that's the kind of self-talk you need to cultivate within yourself to know it's like a given. Like I see it on you. It's oh, like, definitely. oh, I'm going to be, I'm going to be this at 25. It's not if I'm going to be this. It's like, if I do. Oh yeah. It's no, good it's to note for the people that are listening. Cause this is something I've learned for myself too. And people are like, how are you doing this? How are you doing this? It's like, what else would I be doing? You just have to start. Now I feel it, but there was a time in my life where I didn't feel that. Like there was some self doubt in there. So anyways, mm -hmm. you're going to be a professional fighter by 25. And like, there is a certain amount of pressure. Sometimes I feel like when we do put the timeline on it and I don't like to feel like it's bad pressure. I feel like it's almost when we have that timeline, we do do more. I never regret the timeline that I had on my blue belt because it really made me level up in ways I would have never worked out before. So whenever you put that timeline on your goal, you're doing more than someone who's like, oh yeah, I'll be a professional fighter one day or like, does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. I mean, that too, you know, I've, I've learned with time uh, to, to kind of break things up. Yeah, by the time I'm 25, I'll be a fighter. Uh, but between now and then, I have a lot of small goals that I'm, I'm going to accomplish as well. Whether it be fitness goals, hitting numbers in the gym or flexibility goals, you know, by the time 2021 is over, I'll be able to hit a split. I'm really close right now, whether it's getting better at my meditation or my breath work, I try to improve as much as I can on the small things to help with the bigger picture. Okay, yes. So that's all I was about to ask. To me, it sounds like you have a plan in your head. Do you write this down? Like, where does Ja'Cory find a plan to hit the split in 2021? Or what does that look like for you? Is there something you do every day to make sure you are going to get to that? What is it? Yeah, that was one of, I guess you can say, like, New Year's resolution. But, mm -hmm. I mean, one of the things for me as far as my flexibility goes, I stretch in the morning whenever I wake up and at night before I go to sleep. It's kind of just a ritual now for me. It's something that, you know, helps me get the day started and, you know, helps me get a quality night's rest. And I... I feel in my body, like when I don't do it, I feel a difference. Like right. I feel tight and I just, yeah. you know, I, I just do it. No. It's so, I love that you're saying that because it just feels good to be understood. Um, because <laughs> I don't like whenever people, I just think about how many people have like back problems or hip mm. problems. And it was like, after I did yoga, I could literally feel like a catch in my hip now, or I could feel a catch in my neck and that won't go on forever because I know the stretch I need to do for that. But yet... I don't even think that some people are aware. They think it's like a pain that's not going to go away. It's like, no, actually, there's a stretch for that. You can work that out. And so is this just like another consistency of Jacory where every morning I stretch, every night I stretch? Well, I mean, you know, I like to be as mindful as I can be. You know, I feel like we always are going to be doing something. So, you know what I mean? Like we, we, I know, we, no, you're, yeah, you know, you're talking about like, we just, yeah, like we're we always going to do something. So why not do this? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like we wake up and we have habits every day. And yes. you know, like a lot of people aren't necessarily, I guess, conscious of the habits that they have. And, you know, I, I just try to, if, if I'm doing something, I want to make sure it's aligning with what I want to 
accomplish. Whatever it is, whether it's the mm. thoughts that I have or the things that I say or the people I'm around, I just try to make sure everything is kind of aligning to what I want to get done. That's all. I'm so glad you brought that up because I'm going to pause on that and because I do want to do a podcast on that one day. So I'm glad you said we're always choosing our habits. You know, it's like whenever I wake up in the morning, I drink some water and journal. Whenever some other people wake up in the morning, they may snooze the alarm five times, roll straight out of bed, hurry up and brush their teeth. Like that is a habit. For, for a lot of people. That's a hard one. Like, I mean, I have some nights where I don't sleep well and, you know, I might roll out of bed pretty late, but I love that you said we're always choosing our habits. And I don't think that sometimes we think it's a habit. Like if people are pa- practicing a bad habit, they're just like, oh, that's just what I do. Well, yeah, that's a habit. If you're sitting every day after you get off of work and you binge watch Netflix, that's a habit if that's something you do consistently. So we can be consistent about what you just said, which I love how you said it, your habits align with your goals. And those right. are the things you're choosing to habitualize those. Right. So yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I think it comes down to intention. If you have something that you want to do or you want to accomplish, you know, having the in- intent behind the other things that if, if they align with that, with that intent. For example, if I want my purple belt in the next couple of years, mm-hmm. you know, my intention is, is going to be to continue to learn, to continue to grow at jujitsu. Or mm-hmm. if I want to change the way I, I view myself, what can I incorporate to help me Align with that, whether it's positive affirmations or whether it's self love or. So yeah, you know when I mean? did you when did you start to be more intentional? Have you always called it like positive thinking? Have you always felt that way, or that I pointed out earlier? You know, your word choice and like just the feeling behind it. I felt that when you said I'm gonna be a fighter by 25. I felt it. I do that too now. Like, and I feel it. Like, I'm like, of course, of course, I'm gonna do this. Of course, I'm gonna do that. It's a no brainer. That's who right. I am. But there was a time where I thought I was lying to myself. If that makes sense. When did that start to occur to you? Like, did you have a moment where you're like, I need to start talking to myself like this. And this is when I need to start doing this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, probably 2020, mm. you know, after football. So, for example, uh, the, another example for intentions. I feel like, you know, I'm the type of person that once I move into a next phase in my life, I have a, an intention uh, going into it. And I know uh, after I started playing football, I understood that I was going to have a lot more free time. And mm-hmm. And my intention was to dedicate that free time to growing as a person and learning as much about myself as I can. And one of the things that I got into was learning about ego and learning about how much of things that we experience in life is attributed to the way we see ourselves and, to, and, and the way we feel about ourselves and mm-hmm. the story we tell ourselves. Just me learning about that is like, wow, I really can't control who I am as a person just by continuing to make the thoughts I have about my, myself and the things that I say about myself align with what, who I want to be. Sorry to interrupt you. What, did you read a book? What did you come across that showed this to you probably like a lot of things honestly it wouldn't be a book i think it was me watching like a lot of videos Mm -hmm. me uh talking to certain people me um you know following people on social media that continually kind of drives that idea in my head so you just kind of started getting into sounds like maybe youtube videos and talking to people was there anything about your ego that you were concerned about like was there something you had felt within yourself that was like Mm, I don't know if that's serving me. I don't know if that's serving my goals and just really resonated with you. 
I think it's more so the idea of being able to control how much you suffer, you know, how much heartache you experience, whether it's like depression or a lot of other things. If we look at it from a certain angle, like a lot of the pressure is relieved, I feel like, mm -hmm. you know, me looking into that has is, is really helped a lot for sure. Yeah. I want to note again what you just said. It was like, if you look at it from a different angle. I've benefited a lot over the past year. It's like my brain just did this switch where I realized I did get to choose the way, like you said, the angle I was looking at it from. And I was even asking my sister yesterday, I was like, do I sound like a Pollyanna? Because I actually am very good at acknowledging how much suffering I'm going through. Like I would never, people are always like, oh Ray, you're making the best out of your foot. And I was like, I'm making the best out of it, but you girl ain't making money right now. Like, and I tell them this, I was like, it is still a financial burden for me. I'm very cognizant of that. I see that, I acknowledge that, but I'm also, I am making the best of it. Like you can have both. I can still be struggling financially. It's, it's weird. It's weird that I'm even gonna say this because I haven't said it like this before. I can be struggling financially and also be happy. Like, it's weird that I have both because there was a time in my life when struggling financially would have colored all my day and just made me feel like I couldn't feed myself, do these things. And luckily, I, I'm able to do that. But it still doesn't mean that, like, some credit cards are getting added to and I'm not working and how that affected my self-worth. But I, I really the angles that we get to look at things and mm -hmm. it's it's important i wish yeah perspective like, i mean that's yeah. one of the things too that i feel like it's, it's really empowering and being able to see things from a different perspectives because a lot of times we have an idea of what things are i feel like traps us in that reality you know the, the more angles we can see it from the more awareness we have to make a choice as to how we want to look at it yeah man if i could just give that to people if i could give people that gift. I think it's a gift. Have you been doing that? Is this just something that with the ego, looking at it and reading up about it, studying it, is that when you started to realize you could change your perspective around it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, for sure. I mean, a lot of these concepts that I've, you know, really, you know, recently be starting to implement are pretty new for me and uh, mm -hmm. I've been getting a lot better. I don't mean, I just like to acknowledge they are there and it kind of just brings me back to the present moment as far as everything that might be going on externally, you know, the stresses of life. And I just kind of, you know, take a nice deep breath and realize like everything is going to be okay at the end of the day. That always, I kind of feel like it drives me no, no matter how tough things get. I just always remind myself that things at the end of the day, things are going to be okay at the end of the day. Right. No matter how bad they get. And I do think it's so interesting because in so many of the things that you say, I, I really feel like another reason why I wanted to have Ja'Cory on is like almost every time I sit down and talk with him about something, I was like, oh, I tried this new thing. He's doing it or he's done it or he's looked at it. And I just, I just feel sometimes so understood by Ja'Cory. And so a lot of what he's saying, he's just, you're just speaking my language because I actually feel it's weird. It's like the more present I've become, the more consistent and the more committed I've become. And like, there's so much less drama around all of my decisions now. And I don't know if it was the presence or it was me taking away the drama. It helps me this idea of like, oh, I have to take time to do yoga. I'm like, yoga makes me feel good. Why wouldn't I want to do yoga? Or making my podcast makes me feel good. Why wouldn't I want to do that? It's the more committed and consistent I got with my practices, the easier everything got. There was no mental drama. I feel like I got more present but I don't know what came first me like taking the drama away or just me showing up consistently and just becoming that person 
I don't know. You know, I feel like, you know, those things go hand in hand. You know, I feel mm-hmm. like a, a, a lot of the times when we change our focus on to what we want to happen, just inherently, all the noise from the things that we don't want to happen kind of fade away because mm-hmm. our focus are, is focused on accomplishing the things that we want to get done. Mm-hmm. So do you plan anything? Do you write anything down or do you just make a decision? You got like this mental checklist in your head that you're just like, you know, because there has to be a start to your habit. Yeah. You know, sometimes whenever we start habits, at least for me, it's like I have good intentions going into it. I do think now, recently, and it may be because I'm more realistic. Oh, actually, sometimes I'm not. I'm actually realizing some things I've dropped the ball on now that I'm thinking about it. But it's because sometimes I, I think I overload my plate and think, oh, I can do this, add this in. But yeah, do you write anything down? How do you start a habit? How do I start a habit? Oh, that's a loaded question. I think it has to do with first, like, why am I starting the habit? Or, you know, why would I even want to, you know, mm-hmm. what is this habit going to, you know, contribute to my life, mm-hmm. you know, for me to even start it? Well, to me, it sounded, it sounded that's like... a really good question. It, it, to me, what I just heard you say almost, it was like, it starts with intention. The intention mm-hmm. behind it. Does this add to my life? Is this in alignment with my goals? But, like, do you ever struggle, right, when you start the habit? Like, do you ever realize, like, oh, you said you were going to do something every day, but then you ended up, like, the first week only doing it twice that week, and then you just do it more the next week? Like, what does that look like for you? Or or just sometimes whenever you decide, and it's like, okay, I'm going to do this every day, and then all of a sudden you're doing it every day. Yeah, it's crazy. I say this uh, all the time. It's kind of like one of my catchphrases, uh, taking it one day at a time. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, that's all we really have, I feel like, is one day at a time. And so I, I try to just boil things down to what can I do today that I feel like is going to help me mm-hmm. align. I guess I don't really have, like, the answer to kind of yeah. help gravitate. It's, it's just well, the mindset I guess you have to develop well, over time. I, it's almost know? like I can hear people listening to you and, and, and then being like, gosh, he just he sounds like he just does it. Like, he just does it. Mm-hmm. And and for me, it's like, well, does he have like a calendar? Like, because a lot of people are into calendars and they think mm-hmm. that you have to write down your day or you need to do things like this. But it sounds like your brain just works different. It's like whenever you decide, you just, which I've started to be that way as well. So I get that. You just decide and you do. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I feel like everybody can, honestly. Like, mm-hmm. I, I genuinely feel like if we made up in our minds, then we'll be able to get done what we want to get done mm-hmm. to, to some extent. Whether it's all the way there or whether it's getting to roll in that direction, maybe just boil it down to just starting, however, whether it's not physically or whether it's mentally, just starting to think about it. Yeah, yeah no, it makes sense. Man, I'm, I'm glad I got to have you on because you said so many really good things that I hope I'll probably will have to quote you a couple of times. So, is there anything? That if people are wanting to get more committed or consistent with something that their goal is, do you have any advice for them? I got to take my time with this one because, you know what I mean? Because I, I take things like this seriously, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Being impeccable with my words, you know, because mm-hmm. I feel like when we speak, we're, we can make a huge difference on people's lives. Mm-hmm. And, and so if I'm choosing to speak to someone else, I, I want to make it you know, as meaningful as I can, mm-hmm. you know, as impactful as I can, because mm-hmm. I mean, it's important. Mm-hmm. This is a whole other person's life, you know, just like my life is important to me, their life is important to them. Wait, what was the question one more time? If someone is trying to be more consistent or okay. committed to a goal and something that they've always wanted, like a dream, like, you know, to me, you're very intent on becoming a professional fighter at 25. Someone else has something they've been wanting for such a long time. Mm. Do you have any advice for them on how to be more consistent or committed to that? Or do you have any advice for them on maybe even mental drama they have around that? Anything you can think of that Uh. would maybe inspire or motivate or help someone that just kind of almost wants to be like you, just sure. What have you cultivated in your life that makes you so sure? I think for me, 
will probably be, be the realization of me being on my own team. You know, I feel like a lot of the times we are, you know, our own worst enemy just by how we feel and, you know, what we think about ourselves. And my thing is, if you want to be a certain way or if you want to get something done or if you want to change your life, why not be your number one support system for yourself? You know, why not be the, the, the person that you can lean on that you can give yourself a hug through mm-hmm. the tough times? And I feel like that in turn makes it easier for you to push yourself or, or not even push, just kind of hold your hand, guide yourself to get to where you want to go. Because a lot of the times I feel like we're really tough on ourselves mm-hmm. and, and how much of that is necessary. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like it's a balance to to get to where we want to go. But I guess to boil it down is... I do love... Again, we're going to pause on that because it's... Would you say like be on... Realize you're on your own team? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, be on your own team. Be on your own team. Yeah, Yeah. because you're right. Because we are... Oftentimes, we're our own worst enemy. So why not be on our own team? I mean, whether it's like individually or whether you're in a friendship or a relationship and you're having like a disagreement, are you addressing the person? Or are you addressing the problem? Like for yourself, or are you feeling bad or yourself? Or are you just coming to realize what it is that you need to do and do it? You don't have to feel bad about it in order to do it. <laughs> no, yeah, no, it's, yeah. it's good. I mean, I, you weren't prepared for this question. And I think that, no, but I think I think what you said too is just very valuable to, I've never th- thought of it that way, but I do feel that way. I feel that way. Like I finally have come to a point in my life where I am my own comfort. I am, but I think, maybe fundamentally why some people aren't there yet is for me, it's like, it took me a long time to question, why did I want this? Why Mm. am I doing this? Is this something that I want? Or is this something that I expect from myself? Is this something that was expected of me? Is this something I think I should be doing? And it's almost, I think for us, it sounds like we have found things that we genuinely want. Mm. No one told us that we wanted it. They, and like for you, I think it's amazing how you kind of like grew up your whole life playing football and then all of a sudden but not all of a sudden you always had a had a love for MMA and it, do you ever have any regrets on not starting sooner and just like spending time with football because that might be a whole nother tangent but sometimes, sometimes you know sometimes but at the same time like you know it is what it is and yeah. I'm glad I had the experience that I had you know because right. even now a lot of the times I'm so grateful for a lot of the knowledge that I you know obtained while I was at LSU because it, it applies directly whether it's like the mindset or learning how to you know understand my body you right know, for mma yeah. so i mean i feel like all experiences can, can apply to others if we understand how they do right and i feel the same way it's like there are times i was like oh man i could have started that sooner but then i'm just like but all the experiences i've had shaped me into this where i'm at right now and i just i love where i'm at right now and i can't guarantee i would have been any other way but with knowing how to be on your own team but also i would encourage people question what you're wanting what you're reaching for. I think you and I, like I said, we have a clear vision on why we want it and what it feels like for Mm -hmm. us when it's like there are some goals that I've gone through in my life when I kind of wanted it because I wanted more recognition. I wanted it because I wanted love and attention or I wanted it just for monetary reasons, which I'm not saying deep down, I really feel this is like if I live and do what I really love, I feel like I'm going to get all that. I'm going to get the love. I'm going to get the intention. I'm going to get the money. So I don't worry about that as long as I love what I do because it just seems like we have found things that we love being consistent with because we love it and we're doing it for us. Like we get so much out of even the growth and the challenges from it. Like even the challenges are like, hell yeah. (laughs) Like, like, it's like, yeah. Yeah. Um, and the one thing that came to mind is 
if you have an, an image or an, an idea of what you want your life to be, ask yourself, when you make it there, what are the things that you're going to be doing? And are they the things that you're doing now? That's great. You know what I mean? Yeah, if, no, if, yeah. if they're not, that's that's cool. You can just, you know, start to figure it out and start to do it. I mean, that's, be I love it. Thank you for saying that. Cause that's actually, that's something that I don't know that I've been told in that way. And this is why it like resonates so much with me because when I've thought about, especially during the new years, I feel like a lot of people were coming back to some things that they want and all these things. But I've known from experience, like working so hard towards something and burning myself out, I was getting what I wanted, but I didn't like the life I was cultivating while I was doing it. At least now I feel like now the mental drama is not there and now I know how to take rest days. Maybe I would enjoy it more. So that's something I want to coach people on is you can still love and go for things, but I really want to help people with that self-talk so they enjoy the journey. What's so that, that whenever they get there and they, it doesn't feel so empty. Like mm. you weren't just basically just being annihilated every day on the way to the journey. Like I think I can have fun and love myself while getting the shit that I want. Yeah. I know that, <laughs> but some people are out there nose to the grindstone doing the thing and they hate their life. But like you just said, picture what your life will look like when you get said thing. They're doing the fundamental things to get that. But if they hate, what their life looks like as they're getting to that, they're going to have to do that, if not more. Yeah. After I they agree. get said goal and how empty and how burnt out, mm. much more burnt out. Like if you don't love what you're doing now and then you have this another, another status of it, you're going to have yes. to do more of that. And then what? So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for me, you know, just having, just having that fulfillment, having that satisfaction. Every day I you know, go into the gym or I go into the, you know, on, on the mat or wherever it might be. Or just having conversations with friends, you know, mm -hmm. trying to learn from each other mm -hmm. during and after. How do I feel after? Do I feel satisfied? Do, do mm -hmm. I feel like I've grown as a person? Do I feel like I've gotten better at whatever it is I'm doing? Yeah. You know, like I just keep that in mind. You know, I feel like even that before it starts, having that intention it helps mm -hmm. a lot to get through it and to get out of it what you want or what you need, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And that's what I, yeah. So I love, like I said, we speak the same language because that's actually what I love about my journey is like how much I learn from it. And that's, what's more enjoyable to me. Even like, cause some people I do feel like, cause I used to be one of them just wanted to check it off. Let me just check this off for the day. But I wasn't focused on what it was teaching me as a person. And the, and really the lessons that come from my goal and getting there is what I love the most on what it teaches me about how far I can push my mind or how gentle I can be with myself for, for something and or how much more of weight I could lift or how much longer I can go. They're, these are like internal, this is internal satisfaction. Yes. That comes from having an external goal where a lot of people having everything is based on the external. So they just, it's like, it doesn't feel like anything's being cultivated on the internal. I was like, no, this goal makes me a better person. Like I feel that it's, but it's all about how you approach it. Cause some people, nice. like I said, on the journey, if you're so mean to yourself along the way, you're probably going to be mean to other people too, you know, yes. and super judgmental. It's like, you're not doing enough. You're not doing it like me. But that's because I'm the type of person of like, man, I'm not freaking doing enough. Like, and so it just starts to leak out. But when you, you can recognize it in other people and you can actually help them be gentle with themselves. I just want this culture to be different on mm -hmm. like, I want people to get what they want. I truly do. I've learned so much by goal setting and, and just going for what I want. 
but I just want people to be nicer to themselves mm -hmm. as they go to it and enjoy it. Most definitely. And I also feel like, you know, me understanding that all external change starts with internal change. And especially living in the times we're living now, you know, I realized, okay, I could either complain about what's going on or I could do my part in order to help with myself or the world. I mean, right. however you want to look at it. But yeah, you know. Because it feels so powerless the other way. Yes. That's how I feel. It's like, yeah, I see what's happening. I, I see all of this. I could complain about it and say, gosh, they really need to change all that. They really need to like figure that out when it's like, well, where am I in this problem? Right. What do I do differently? What do I say? How do I act? What do I read? All of that. That that puts the power back in my hands. Yes. Like I feel so powerless when people are like, oh, this is being like this and you should hate this and you should not talk to this person. I'm like, where am I not? Like I can only focus on myself yes. and I can't change them. It's like being part of you know the solution mm -hmm. and being the change that you want to see in mm -hmm. the world or within yourself, whatever change you want to see in your life, be that. You know? Be that. That almost might be the mic drop for this one. <laughs> Whatever change you want to see in your life, be that. Yeah, I might. we might leave them on that one. <laughs> yeah. Is there anything else you'd like to say, Ja'Cory? Because this is this no, I mean, so I just fun. Wanna, <laughs> yeah, I just want to say I appreciate you inviting me on here. Yeah. This, this has been a great experience for sure. You know, it was an honor to talk to you and everything. Mm -hmm. Super. I had a lot of fun. Yeah, thank you. Sure. I really appreciate it. And I'm so glad that you agreed to do it. I really think. I have some people that are just going to love some stuff that you said. I I loved it. But yeah, this was, I always enjoy talking to you. I always feel like we we share this brainwave and it's always nice. Always nice. Yeah, for Thank sure. you so much. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right, guys. Talk to y'all tomorrow. All right, y'all. That's all for today. Thank you again so much for listening. I really appreciate you. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with a friend, a family member, or a follower on your social media pages. Rate the podcast, review the podcast. I really appreciate it. And I will talk to you all tomorrow. Bye, guys. Bye.